His turn. Welcome to Tiger Talk, where your voice matters. I am Macy Walker. I'm Ismania Perez. And I'm Maddie Briggs. We would like to thank Coach Glennon for joining us on our last podcast, and a huge thank you to everyone that watches us on our CMS Facebook page. On today's show, we asked George. Men- we welcome George Menez on our our videographer for CISD. Thank you for taking the time to join us. No problem at all. Thank you guys for having me. Here on Tiger Talk, we ask all our guests the same question. So, Mr. Mendez, tell us something about you that no, that most people do not know. One thing that most people don't know about me uh, that I've noticed so far is that people don't know that I'm an artist. I'm Every time I get introduced to new people, I always tell them that I'm originally like an artist. That's That was like my first love. Um, the reason why is because when I was little, I had a speech impediment. Um, I could not speak for, for four years, basically. I think my mom told me that I said my first word until I was four years old, I think. Um, so that made me kind of doubt myself a little bit when I, you know, growing up in school. Um, and it was very, very tough as well, um, not being able to, like, articulate myself through words. I mean, to a lot of people, that comes naturally. To me, it didn't. Um, and so I would dedicate myself to, like, drawing. You know, I use that outlet to express myself. As humans, we like to express ourselves. You know, there's you know, if you're an, if you're an athlete, you're you're going to express yourself on, on the field, right? Or if you're a doctor, you're you're going to express yourself on the field that you're studying, right? To make sure that you're saving lives and all that good stuff. But for me, it was art and being creative, and so that's why, um, growing up, I just I would just draw like all the time, and I would again, and even to this day, like I feel more comfortable behind now a camera. Um, and still, to this day, I still paint. Um, I feel more comfortable behind a canvas than with my paintbrush. I mean, that's my my comfort zone, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So where are you from? I am from Mexico. Um, I, yeah, I came, came here when I was four years old, uh, but I grew up in Ferris, Texas, which is about, what, 20 minutes away from here? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. What is your favorite place to eat in Corsican? Oh, that's a new question. Um, Mita's, definitely Mita's. I love April, Brenna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the spot to be. Yeah, I love Mita's. Because yeah, I, I, I live right beside Mita's as well. So I basically eat there like almost every single day. Yeah, so a huge shout out to Mita's. Get coffee. <laughs> what is your favorite sport and sports team? Uh, my favorite sport is probably... I have so many, to be honest. I grew up playing so many sports, um, but I think my favorite sport is probably football. Um, I, I think I fell in love with that when I was in fifth grade because um, I was able to uh, play peewee uh, at that age, which is relatively, not really old, but there's kids that, that play when they're um, in third, second grade, but I, I didn't get to play until I was in fifth grade. Um, and ever since I started playing it, I just kind of fell in love with how methodical you have to be, um, and it's not just, like with soccer, not saying that soccer is not methodical or anything like that, but, you know, like learning plays, and um, again, it's just a lot more complex than any, than any, than any other sport, I guess, and that's why I love it, yeah. Uh, and then what else, yeah? Um, favorite sports team. Favorite sports team. My favorite sports team, probably... Um, I think it's always the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, yeah. (laughs) Uh, A lot of it has to do with uh, how Jared Jones turned around, like, you know, bought the the Cowboys for, I don't know how, what the number is, but bought the Cowboys for super, super cheap, and now they're the most valuable 
sports team in, in the world. Right. So the business side, I mean, that's very, very intriguing for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we know you fly drones for CISD, so how did you get into them? Uh, specifically drones? Yes. Um, I got into drones because I wanted to add um, a different um, perspective, I guess, to my videos because um, for so long, even in cinema, like even in Hollywood, uh, they wouldn't really use drones. They would use, they would have to, like film, filmmakers would have to go on top of, like they would have to get inside a, a helicopter and take a full-size camera and a crew up there to, to be able to film um, you know, in the sky and stuff like that. And now drones are so, obviously they're so easy to fly mm -hmm. now and, and, and capture, um, shots throughout whatever you want, you know, whatever you want to capture. Um, and so that's why I got into drones because I wanted to add a different, uh, perspective to my, to my videos, not just on the ground, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking about your videos, we love watching your videos that you make for CMS, CIC especially. What would you do? You do an amazing job. What would you do to to get into videoing. Okay, can you repeat that again? Sorry. <laughs> what did you do to get into videoing? What did I do to get into video? Um, you know what's so interesting? Um, I got into video when I was 19. I I was painting when I was 19. I was still painting. I was, I was a full-time artist. And I bought my first camera when I was 19 as well. But I bought my camera so I could video myself and take pictures of myself to upload to social media. I wanted to upload higher quality content on social media. And so that's why I bought my camera. Not to start a social media agency or to fall in love with video like that. Was just, I was just going to utilize the camera to create better content for myself as an artist. And like within two months, I actually fell in love with the camera. So I was spending more time with the camera than I was painting. And so... I kind of had like a eureka moment at some point and I was like, whoa, I think I'm going to do something with the video. And at first it was very difficult for me um, because it's hard to make money as a photographer and as a videographer. Um, and that's one thing that I noticed right off the bat that it was super hard to make a living. And so um, what I did is I started to, see that's the thing, that's why I want to go live because, are you, are, am I on live? Okay. <laughs> um, I don't want to get into the whole business side of it, but I started a business that entailed me taking photos and creating videos for businesses. And so I knew that I was not going to, um, you know, make 40, 50, 60,000, whatever that, you know, might look like, um, just taking photos at, a, at birthday parties. And so that's what I did is I created an agency um, where I could get paid monthly um, by clients. And um, anyways, and so that's, that's basically what I did. What is your favorite part about your job? My favorite part, um, I think my favorite part is seeing the feedback that I get on Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter and just on social media. Um, but being able to be around so many positive people every single day, especially kids and seeing them smile, um, even like with the football team, like make you know creating content for them and seeing and seeing their reactions and seeing themselves on social media. Um, it's special, you know, and seeing uh, parents um, share, like, um, and comment on my videos. I mean, that's always very, very rewarding um, as a creator, not just as a videographer, but just a, as a creator. Yeah. So what teacher or coach had the biggest influence on you in high school or in college? Uh, I would probably have to say mm, my mom, I think. I know you said teacher, right? Yeah. But I think my mom has always been a teacher to me just yeah. because 
she's always taught me to um, to really believe in myself. Like it, it it didn't it didn't matter what I would tell her. You know, I could tell her something crazy, which I knew I did when I was you know I was younger. And she would always tell me, "Yeah, just go for it. Um, I, I know you could do it." So she's always been my big supporter. So yeah. If you could go back in time, what advice would you give to your middle school self? I would definitely tell myself that I that I had time. Like I would tell myself, "Hey George, you have time. Like don't feel like your life is going to be over after junior high or high school or college. Especially at that age when you're in junior high, you feel like it, it don't like you only feel like you you have two or three years of your life. I don't know. That's how I felt in school. I'm pretty sure everybody's different, but. Um, I would tell myself just to be patient, too. I think that's one thing that a lot of people struggle with sometimes, but, um, and I still struggle with that sometimes, but I've, de I've definitely came a long way with that. But, um, again, I would just tell myself to be patient and to, uh, to know that, hey, you have time. Don't, don't rush on things. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We would like to thank Mr. Mendes for joining us today. As a token of our gratitude, we would like to give you a Tiger Talk t-shirt. Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank, Thank you for, for listening, listening to Tiger Talk, Talk and always remember to follow your dreams and that your voice matters. matters.